Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the Batball Podcast. We are here for episode 54. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good day. It's a bright day. We've got some sunshine, finally. And uh, it's been a pretty crazy week, as I know my, my guest will probably agree. Um, now, I'm here with a friend from school. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit today about many, many things that have happened this week. Maybe he's a Man City fan, by the way. So I don't know if I'm really not. No, 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 no. Don't, don't drag me in with that crowd. I don't do football. Not anymore. What is that? Is this after the other night or what? I'm not on football since like year nine. Oh, yeah. All right. Okay. I think Man City's like golden years the last couple of years. What are you on about? Yeah, still not a football fan. I'm more of, a, more of an esports person. I would much rather sit back and watch a game of CSGO or Siege or Rocket League at a top, top tier over any game of football. Unless it's England. England's a little bit different. Yeah, we all love a bit of England. We all love six, three lines, you know. Got to yeah. keep it. Got to keep patriotism and all that. But, but if well, I had to pick a football team, and I'm sorry to cut you off there, it kind of just kind of clocked me because I was spotting no, the show yeah. in the background. Uh, if I had to pick a football team, it'd probably have to be Forest more because of local, and that's who my parents grew up sporting. But that's about it. I like that. I, I mean, I, you know, I'm a Forest fan. Uh, I mean, I've known well, well, Declan's here on the podcast. I've known Declan since year ten, the start of year ten when I moved schools. Um, <clears throat> shit on. Yeah. So, well, hot. Let's all calm down now, okay? We we we've known each other for two years. We've been to the, that same school. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a bit crazy. In case any of you didn't know, we've been in a pandemic for the last two years. Um, so for those that don't know, then get with the times because you know we've missed loads of school, and uh, yeah, we haven't had enough time off school. That's all I'm going to say on that matter. Um, but how, how have you found these last two years at your your new school, Declan? Uh... I'd, I'd definitely say the first the first couple of weeks was very, very it was, it was very nice. It was a change of pace, and it seemed as though I'd moved schools for the like the greater good type of thing. Mm. Like I'm not going to sit here and toot my own horn or new ass horn for that matter. But then it started coming in through like once the pandemic had hit, and then once we'd gone back to school year ten and start of year eleven, I'd kind of uh, I kind of regretted my decision moving, and mm. it's it's not because of uh, like a set amount of individuals, but it's it's more just the whole entire vibe sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't really know how to put it across, but like if I had to come like by no means is my old school the best school in the world or like anything special, but it was more I was a lot more comfortable at my old school and I felt as though I didn't have to watch my back twenty four seven at my old school sort of thing. I don't really know how to go past that. But yeah, yeah it was more it felt more more of a better environment for me, whether it be learning or in, in a community. And that's not a shot at anyone that goes through last but it's just more yeah the actual school yeah 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 i see what you mean i mean i think what the way i did it was i wanted to go and do computer science wanted to do engineering put my down get on with it you know and, and just get it done i ended up hating both the subjects um and i will be honest with you it was because of the fact that we didn't have an actual engineering teacher for the first year and then it was a pandemic so it was like we had no training like proper teaching Computer science, we, we didn't have a good teacher. Um, I, I, we haven't had a good teacher. Um, and uh, to be fair, we may as well have been taught by Oliver at that point. Um, I think he would have been a better... <laughs> I, I, I remember sitting down, in case nobody knows, Oliver, who, he probably will never listens to this, but if he does, um, 
he is better at computer science than than our computer science teacher was who will remain unnamed oh. um and, and and every time so would do something oliver would be like but sir, there's a way more efficient way of doing that you could just do this and so it was like yeah but for like education purposes oliver we've got to do this or you've got to you have to write it out longer and oliver was like <laughs> yeah but sir and he was like shut up you know and and that kind of summed up i think i enjoyed being at new secondary school because i met people like you um i also had a lot of good lessons i did learn a lot of cool things um had some good teachers i'd say in year 11 mr haywood i think was probably my favorite yeah, i was just favorite say, yeah there was the, i was just about to say to a fair adding on from your point there was definitely the moment or there was the little like individual like you just said mr haywood there was only a set amount of teachers at my old school maybe like one or two that were like mr haywood in hmm. terms of like he would just literally be like a normal human being he wouldn't be this like sort of pop it on like I, I don't really know what to call them you know what like school schools i guess you could say yeah uh, just, it's not a pop it of the schools type of thing he doesn't have to go by the book he could he could be himself i mean it also kind of comes from being an old police officer but you know uh, <laughs> uh but i can't remember what's going to go oh yeah back to your point on a on, might as well have been taught by oliver obviously you were in i you weren't in my computer science class because you didn't do it as a pathway you did it as an option obviously mm. i chose it as a pathway so Imagine. Uh, I so basically you got Oliver and I got Jake and Nathan. So yeah, I, like I don't those guys. Know. We're not here to slander anyone, Declan. Yeah, I'm not slandering anyone. I'm just saying you got Oliver, I got Jake and Nathan. So where Oliver would be like, but sir, etc. Uh, etc. Et you can do it that way. It'd be Nathan, not saying it to sir, but saying it to me, and I'd it'd go in one ear and out the other. And again, that's not that's we're not slandering no one. You know, like Nathan's like, a lovely guy and he means no harm. But it, it'd say I, something be like, oh, but we shouldn't be doing it this way because I can do it this way. I was doing this at such and such age. And I'd be like, yeah, Nathan, sure, mate. I don't have a fucking clue what you're on about, mate. That, that's, you yeah. know, that's like the number one problem with being at school. Like when you don't get something, especially in chemistry, I find, although I like Mr. Haywood, he'd go dead quick. And if you didn't get what he meant, it'd be like, you're you're behind now. <laughs> yeah, bye-bye. I don't. I remember when we, uh, obviously, I don't know if you... You probably wouldn't have actually because we got set into different math groups than we've got the last couple of weeks of term. Mm. Yeah. Well, I got put into group A and that's A level stuff. I was only in for like two lessons, but I came in like the first day and I came in like two days later and wow, I'd never felt so far behind in my life. And that was all of two days work at A level. And it was the foundation of A level, not like, you know, like final year A level or like, you know, you're preparing for your exams and you've missed the last week. It was literally two days and I felt as though I'd missed an entire topic because she was whizzing through these things. And I was like, uh, Tia, help. Jed, help. God, you know what? Yeah, I mean, even you, Declan, as a top attender um, of that school, <laughs> um, you know, forgetting these things. I mean, I don't remember any time that you had a day off. Um, you were always there, you know, busting your back, working hard, you know, what can I say? Especially in Miss Cryer's lesson in English. I mean, that was oh, that was no, a true no, masterpiece no. where we got to see the real potential. To be fair, towards the end of the year eleven, I did kind of pull my finger out my ass in English. Like, I, I kind of come to terms of okay, well, we're not going to do anything else. I'm going to have to find a way to enjoy it. And once I had, I'd actually started taking to it. Like, mm. I remember debating with a with a mate of mine. He's called Lucas. Uh, and every time I'd debate with Lucas, it'd be over something we'd like, uh, we'd watch together. So, um, uh, learn to speak English, Declan, Jesus. Uh, I don't know if you remember the, the, the fucking, what's it called? 
the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episodes that released on Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we'd watch them together, like, just constantly. Like, a new episode would come out and we'd watch parts of it together. And then after, we'd debate about it and what impact it had on it. And that's because we both enjoyed it. And because I enjoyed it, I could take to it and I could analyse it and I could go over it. Yeah. And that was my problem with English. I never found a way to enjoy it mm. because it would just be repetition and repetition and repetition. So then once I'd find a way to enjoy it, I, my, my, my brain was just let loose and I could kind of like spiral out into these different ideas. Mm. That's the... I think when it comes to English, I think you've got to like... I don't know what it is. I don't plan. Like when it comes to English, when Miss says to me, plan your answer, I can't do it. It has to be whatever's on my mind at that time right it's getting put on paper yeah it's getting put on paper if it's not good then so be it i'll improve for the next time but it just rolls out i spoke to someone in a, a podcast episode ages ago and they were telling me that when they write songs it was genie her name is what she was telling me when she writes songs it's just it just goes in her head like, writes it's like a it? it's like i don't know if you've ever uh i don't know if you've ever wrote a song before or like another like freelance piece of writing or whatever, but I'd imagine uh, was it was it Jeannie her name? Yeah, yeah. I'd imagine when Jeannie like goes to write a song, it's very rare that she actually kind of puts down her real life experiences. Where we're like she's wrote it that wrote in it. Jesus Christ, mm. she's written it down and then she's tried to implement it into a song. She's more just kind of uh, like free flowing into a song. So like freestyling way. And there's like loads of like top tier or well not necessarily top tier depends on your taste. But there's loads of like massively earning topping the charts rappers songwriters even musicians that have done most of their own stuff off a of freestyle like i can't think of many but i know eminem does most of his stuff off freestyle and i know juice world does most of his stuff off freestyle obviously juice isn't here anymore but my point still stands hmm. you know like i think it was his first album it's like goodbye and good riddance most of that was just pure off top of his head like freestyling and look how well that done i love juice world man i love i you know what <clears throat> I mean, even that video as well that you made of me singing them um, dancing in the moonlight, absolutely <laughs> incredible song, right? You know, I think it's top by top loader. If any of you haven't listened to that song, I don't think you are. Um, I don't think you've been consumed by British culture yet. Um, listen to that song, enjoy it, and yeah, think of this podcast. And I think when it comes to like music, I think. I know I kind of know your taste in music. You you kind of know mine. Um, I know that if if Tyra ever listens to this, she knows mine because it's basically the same as hers. But I'm not. I'm oldie man. I'm an, I'm an oldie. I love old music. What sort of music are you into? Well, obviously Juice World. I know that. But I mean, I listen to a mix of anything. You know what? I've got my Spotify up in here. Nothing's playing. But like, wow. I just go for my like. I just go for my like song playlist. Yeah, I was going to say like. Play any. I don't want any like lawsuits. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna like, like, for example, it goes from as far as like Africa Toto, okay, yeah, to like all the way into like all the small things by Blink 182, and then here you go. There, there's some Kanye West there, there's Jar Rule back to Green Day, so you're going from your, your rapping like Kanye West top tier down all the way down to your pop punk, there's Queen, even One Republic, there's some more juice, quote, Daft Punk's in there. It, it's it's a range of anything, whatever comes on, I probably either heard it. Wait, sorry. You got any Fleetwood Mac in there? You know what, mate? That name rings about Fleetwood Mac. It shouldn't even ring about. It should just be in there, Declan. I'm, 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 I'm not disappointed. Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac. You know. That guy with the cranberry juice on the skateboard. 
Oh, then but yeah. no, I haven't got any on there, but that's because Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. I just yeah, I just just now against them. I just don't think I've ever heard a song besides that one. Well, well, you know, post podcast, Declan, you're gonna go and you're gonna look at Fleetwood Mac, and you, you are gonna come back to me. Oh, I've got to me. a page up here. Yeah. What's that? I've got that page up here. Oh, look at that! He's he's got it all ready. Look, I mean. You know, you might have one of those like tri monitor setups where you can do everything at once, but no, I've only got one monitor. I'd love to have a second one. Yeah, we're not made of money. Come on, we're not made of money. We don't want that. You think I... that was got to keep it PG, Declan? Okay, uh, it's fine. Okay, no word. Sorry, I've not I've not labeled my thing on Spotify, so apologies, everyone. Yeah, that was yeah. Off that, off that. Okay, we, we've got on my Spotify, I don't know why I'm holding it up to the screen right now, as if you can see it, but we've got things like All Out 60s, House and Garage, um, Diggsy's Dinner, love Diggsy's Dinner, absolute tune. Will, if you're listening, I know you like this one. Um, I think, how, how does it go? Uh, let me just put it on in my ear. What a life it would be if you could come to mine for tea. I'll pick you up at half past three. We'll have lasagna. That's the one. So that wasn't an invite, um, Declan. I'm not picking you up at half past three and we're not having lasagna. So I think I'll be up at half past three, mate. Yeah, you're not up at half past three. We, we all know, Declan, you're like a six o'clock sort of guy. Um, yeah, something like that. You're a six o'clock sort of guy. And I don't mean six in the morning. I'm talking about he goes sleep at six in the morning. He's been playing Rust all night, you know. I have not touched rust in forever. Oh my god! Is that like a reminder? Do you need to? Do you need to get on rust now? I know Jed wants you to get on rust. He wants everyone. Yeah, to. yeah, that's a good point. You've just made me need to message. You Jed need about to... when I'm next playing, or when I'm actually going to play rust with him. You need to say to Jed, "Oh, when you when you get in on a forty-eight hour rust shift, that that's his job. Uh-huh. Rust shift. Love that. I mean, listen, I I, I can't speak from like for you when I say this, but. I'm a big fan of Ark Survival Evolved. Um, a big fan of Kerbal Space Program. Um, Ark's a good game. Rocket League. You know, like, Ark's a good game. But for me, and I say this a lot, but Kerbal Space Program is the best game I've probably ever played just because of the fact you can do anything you want. And I love that. Like, and it's console. Yeah. I know you've played it as well. What, Ark Survival Evolved? No, 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 K- Kerbal Space Program. Oh, yeah, I've played Kerbal Space Program. And that's the part where you tell me you didn't get it to orbit. You didn't get it to orbit, did you? No. Ah. I didn't play it for long. I didn't own it. It was at my mate's. and he, he kind of just bought it and then said, no, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, sure. I mean, hey, listen, I'm not going to say I'm disappointed in you because I understand that Kerbal is, like, not just... It's not just that, like everyday kind of game like it's more of a i don't know how to put it it's more of like a if you're bored but you still want to play playstation and you kind of have an interest in like space it's it's one of them games where you don't have to be like super duper focused or have this insane mechanical ability to to still perform on it because i was having this conversation with uh, lucas again funny enough i'll mention his name again Mm. Uh, about because we were just bored online this is at like two in the morning and we like we weren't tired enough to go to sleep but we didn't want to sit up and play a game like siege 
or CSGO all night long, where we have to be like maintaining our focus and having to still put this mechanical ability out there to play the game. Mm. Like, like I, I, I can't think of a game on top of my head besides Cobra Space Break. I know you said that, but that, it doesn't require that. You can just sit back and just, you know. It's almost like a background. Together. Exactly. You can just chuck some stuff together and dash it in the air. Like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever, you probably have done I don't know why I'm asking if you've ever done it because everyone's done it at this point. Mm-hmm. But you sat in bed and you put your telly on, but then you still find yourself on your phone. Yeah, yeah. Like, All the time. With your phone. No, like when I when I was watching, I've been watching The Wolf of Wall Street late. Right. I've, we, we've got time off school now. School, as you know, is done. Me and Declan done. Right. But throughout that whole last week, I was thinking of films and stuff to watch. I've been watching some like amazing stuff. I watched The Wolf of Wall Street. Which, if you're under eighteen, um, uh, don't watch that. <laughs> well, no, no, maybe to not don't watch it, but like kind of be watch prepared for stuff that you might have never seen before. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of interesting stuff on there that I've never. Yeah, I don't it's know. Okay, with a with, with a Wolf of Wall Street, I put that on the other night. I got like halfway through it, maybe like an hour and a half in, because it's like a three-hour film, which is mad. Yeah, crazy. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, I'm going to pause it because I, I can tell I'm losing my focus, but I don't want to drop the focus on the film. But mm. like, I just stopped watching it. I've watched it before. I remember, I watched it all the way through. I know what happens, and I know it's like a like, you know, I'm not going to spoil it. I want to spoil it then. But yeah, don't spoil it. Even it. Been out for like, yeah, years. yeah, it's since like 2012 or whatever it was out. But uh, yeah, like I know what happens. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to pause it. I'll come back to it later. One thing I found myself doing recently with uh, with Lucas again, I'm going to mention his name again. Like you know, deja vu. We love Lucas. But, uh, me, me and me and him keep uh, like going over like your old animated film, not your old animated film. That makes me sound ancient, but like you think of your classics, so like your Kung Fu Panda and like some of your older Disney films. Like you know, you know, like Robin Hood. You know, for, like the seventies like cartoon one. He'd never watched that, and I was like, excuse me, what? So I sat and watched through that with him, and he loved it. Is that uh, one of the foxes? Yeah, he's, he's the, Robin Hood's a fox, and made Marion's a vixen, uh, and all that. A little John's a, a bear. And then uh, uh, we sat and we watched the old Jungle Book, not the one that's live action, but the one that's actually cartoon animated again. Sat and watched that, just like these classics, because you can infer a lot from them, and like you can analyse these things. Like, for example, if you go back and watch Robin Hood, the first 15 minutes... Uh, there's, there's a lot you can take from that example just the one off the top of my head that I'll remember is uh, if, if you look at Prince John obviously he takes over the role of his brother as mm. king while he's out on a crusade and he wears his, his brother's crown and it's constantly referred to as his brother's crown one because it's clearly not his rightfully and two it's also too big for him like it doesn't sit on his head properly he has to keep readjusting it like very clearly and he sits in his form so what does that tell you one is a crybaby two he, he's, he's not big enough for the role yet and Again, three, it's his brother's crown, it's not his, but you know, that's just some examples you can take from a simple kids' film like that. So much details hidden in these little, like, drawn out pieces that aren't written out. Like, if you used to read that as a book, it'd, it'd describe how it is, you know, or you could underline the word. Like, let's take it back to Miss Class, as you said there, yeah. We're analyzing Robin Hood as the book. Yeah, not the film. We're analysing the book. She'd underline all these things and like spiral off into all these different thoughts of things. But if you watch the film, you only get about a 10 second snippet of it. You have to keep rewinding and keep rewinding. You, you spot on, mate. Like you, you, the film is like kind of a condensed version. It's less detailed. It depends how structured you are. Like if you're one of those people like Miss Cryer is that will probably pick out every little thing. 
and be like, oh my God, that like an English teacher will read a book and enjoy it probably 10 times more than we will. Um, if it's a good book, because they will understand it more than us, if you know what I mean. Like they will understand the yeah. deeper regions of it. But like, I, I don't know if you're interested, are you interested in documentaries? Uh, I've watched the odd documentary in my life. I won't be able to say the names of them, but it, it kind of depends what it's about. Because mm-hmm. like, you know, if it's like a documentary about the life cycle of a plant, I'm not going to want to sit through it. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about the ones we've been watching with School Deck. <laughs> yeah. Those sorts of documentaries are behind us now. I do like a bit of David Attenborough, right? But not not for six hours a day. You know, David, oh, yeah, obviously. not quite, no. It's but, good in, a, what, what's, what's the word? It's good in moderation. Everything's good in moderation, even David Attenborough, believe it or not. I mean, uh, listen, I when, when it comes to kind of documentaries, I've got a big recommendation. You know who Jeffrey Epstein is? <laughs> who doesn't right everyone knows who def defrey well i mean he is dead but like well apparently um i'm not allowed to say that am i well no (laughs) he's apparently dead um most likely dead um i'm not sure actually but I, i was i was anyway i was looking at this picture um when we were finishing school i was doing a bit of research on the guy because i thought everything that he's done is pretty suspicious i watched the documentary about him and like he'd have like people who would hire other young people to go and massage him and um and i was looking into it and i thought to myself how has this guy never been like spoken about properly before like because he's been convicted of crimes before for years and like people saw kids going to his island for for years as well and no Mm. one said anything you know what Um, before you carry on there just to add on to your point about kids going to his island did yeah. you know in his black book of the island, which obviously keeps every like, I'm pretty sure I've told you this before. Yeah. The McCanns are in that book, as in Kate and Jerry McCann. Madeline McCann's parents are in Jeffrey Epstein's black book of his private island. Why? <laughs> that is so suspicious. Like, I've always, you know, since like the whole Jeffrey Epstein thing came about, I've always thought, is there like a possibility of like him being involved with the disappearance of Madeline McCann? Like, I'm not going to say that, that that absolutely is because it's probably not, but it was just a question that kind of came to the top of my mind. And I thought to myself, big dr- like a big child trafficking ring, you know, um, and, and these guys are, and you can't say to me that what Jeffrey Epstein did wasn't a global thing involving like hundreds of members of the elite. And, and when I say that, I don't say that lightly. I mean, literally hundreds. Like the top tier people in the world, like your presidents, like your leaders, leaders of the world. I don't know if you've ever heard of this. I can't think of the name of the club at the moment. Yeah. But uh, there's somewhere in the world, it's like a very, very, very locked off place where like, the leaders of the world go to like go to meet. It's like a little club. There's no cameras out on it. There's only been like one or two photos out of there. And they have all these great big like meetings and like things where they just... I don't think it's in London. That's a, a certain garden. I can't think it is. It contains like all the poisonous plants in the world type thing. It's called like some garden. I can't think. Hmm. But like, if you look at like uh, a place of where uh, these like elite figures of the world meet up, there's only like one or two photos of it. And one of them's like, they're surrounded like this great big owl statue. Oh my God. Like figurine. Like, podcast. Uh, do you know what I'm on about now? Oh my God. I. You know what, right? I'm not saying that I like Alex Jones or anything because I think the guy's an idiot. But he and another guy were talking about this on Joe Rogan's podcast. And like they do some weird stuff, like it's like paedophilia. Um exactly. Yes. Yeah. So now, now you know what I mean by they go meet there. And it's it's not like your like you said, your Jeffrey Epstein's and what you'd think would be the creepy people, like uh what's his name? 
uh, like, an OG Simpson wasn't the one I was uh, going to immediately, but like, obviously he like, I think he murdered his wife. I can't actually think off the top of my head. But R. Kelly, that's what I was thinking of. Like, it's like your R. Kelly's weird, or like your Kate and Joey McCann weird, and your Jeffrey Epstein weird. Like proper, like in the deep end weird. But, yeah. But then you, it's not just them. It's your actual your big figures of the world. Like, for example, Obama, like your Boris Johnsons, your Trumps, your your Bidens. These these massive massive figures that are literally like the symbol of nations. It's just it's it's mental. I'm not, listen, I'm not a big believer in this whole deep society stuff. I'm not a believer in this whole, oh, like we're being like manipulated and controlled by like three group, like people, part of a big family. But you know what I do believe in? I do believe that with massive wealth comes massive power. Um, And I don't think you have to be an economist or a, you know, a conspiracy theorist to believe that. You have to be logical because you look at Jeff Bezos, this guy's got billions of dollars and he keeps getting away with, mistreating his staff like you can't deny he mistreats his staff you can't deny that his expectations are ridiculously high and have driven people to um to like crisis with their mental health um you know and 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 also donald trump he's gone away with loads of stuff look at him he went to jeffrey epstein's island uh, and and even said in an interview that um that jeffrey epstein liked younger women and nothing was ever like nobody said anything about that um, right, I've got a again. I'm I'm sorry to keep, keep getting no, no. but I've got two points to say there. You've just mentioned uh, Trump. The first one about Trump and how Epstein said he likes younger women. Uh, mm. Trump said in in an interview, if his younger daughter, I can't think of a name now, like Ivanka Trump or something. Yeah, but it's like if a daughter, if a, if, it, if his daughter wasn't his daughter, uh, then he'd happily see himself sleeping with her. One time, my mom was shouting me. <laughs> Is that right? But then, like, if it wasn't his daughter, he'd see himself sleeping with her or he'd be a woman that he'd be interested in, but it's his daughter, so he can't be like that. And then my, se- my other point was going to be, going back to your point of if you have wealth, it means you have power. I mean, this is going to be very, very political because of what kind of type and day and age we're in at the moment in this year. Right. But look at Israel. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going past that because otherwise it gets very, very touchy. But, yeah, right. And Anyway, give me well, no, I'll say something. I've had the opportunity to interview a Israeli activist who has over 150,000 followers. This was arranged for last year. And I actually held back because of people telling me, this is dangerous. You're going to get yourself in a lot of bother. Don't do it. Um, and I'm not pro-Israel. Okay. I'm, I refuse to mention my stance on this, um, you know, because my stance on this whole thing is, you know, resolutions at the UN have been broken. Things have been done that aren't allowed. Um, things have been done that are horrific. Um, and and there's a lot of immoral actions being taken. And you ask yourself, as humans, do we not have a moral duty to treat each other with respect and kindness? Um, and to also respect each other and, you know, realise that every, every action and everything that we do will impact someone. And obviously Israel are doing that with doing horrific things um so you can make what you know you can make what you want of what i've just said but when it when, when it comes to to israel i'll just say this i'm not a fan of joe biden to be completely honest with you i'm not a fan of trump either um joe biden said that them giving three billion dollars to israel for every however long they do it 
is the best investment America make. That, that's what he said, the best investment. Let's not forget that this guy is the president of the United States. Um, and he, he is in charge of the largest economy in the entire world. And so for him to be saying things such as that, whether it be 20 years ago or not, is ridiculous. Um, and I think he needs to be like extremely careful when it comes to um, how he deals with this whole Israel situation. I think he needs to take more of an impartial view um, of it and look at actually how we can help people, um, you know. So, but yeah, it, 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 so unfortunately, that is the world that we live in. And um, unfortunately, there's not really much we can do about that. But I'm hoping that Joe Biden comes to his senses and actually um, realises what's going on in the world, not just in Israel, but it's in, in China, in, uh, in, in Libya with the slave trade. Um, and, you know, I hope that we come out of this situation and we can kind of realise that even after the, during this pandemic, we need to look at these things. But after this pandemic, poor countries are going to be weakened even more. So how do we help them? Well, we stop funding people that are murdering them. And we instead think about ways of helping these countries. So, I mean, hey, I'm not getting political here, Declan, you know, as much as you're not. But as me and you, we have morals. I wouldn't come up to you and punch you in the face. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, because that's ridiculous. Yeah. So why would someone come up and just attack another nation because of, you know, something that happened in the past or, you know, it's it's very weird because obviously there's, there's different things and kind of different rules that you go by living life at school than you do being an actual country but mm -hmm. uh, i read some i read uh, a news article the other day that uh, when when iraq got invaded by uh, the americans uh, this is like a couple of years ago and they got like destroyed and invaded for like eight years straight that happened because they broke two uh, United Nation, Nations resolutions which you know that kind of goes against their laws rightfully so they needed dealing with but they got eight years worth of invading and like destroyed for that. But Israel in the past, like however long it's been with Palestine, they've broken 62 treaties and resolutions total and nothing's been done against them. I think the UN is, um, in, is useless in this day and age when it comes it's to toothless. It's United Nations is toothless, just like the League of Nations back in like the 20s and the 30s was useless and it was toothless when that was established during like world War, no just after like world war one was done it's useless it's toothless it has like zero power and it gets basically nothing done that's the and you know what this is the issue we're always going to have we haven't got a world where we can we haven't got a world where we can actually all agree on things that are just usually just be like, well, obviously, like we can't if we if someone says at the UN there's, there's genocide going on in China. Every country should be like, what? Like, well, why are they doing that? You know, regardless of what, you know, religion or race it is, millions of people are being killed, imprisoned. Why? And they shouldn't even need a reason to sanction these guys. They should just sanction them. But because China have that much power and that much wealth in the world, they can get away with it. It's the same with Israel. 
And just because we're from the West doesn't mean we have to support Israel. Okay. So remember what I said about Joe Biden saying it was the best investment they had. No wonder the guy's not saying much about it and saying that the reason that, and, and he also said recently that Israel have the right to defend themselves. Um, oh, there we go. You know, again. Yep. Every country has the right to defend themselves. Exactly. But when you're attacking a country that can't, there's a, there's a clear problem with that. Um, but I, I can't really go on about this whole political situation for too long because I know I don't want to be in a, a cesspool of, of controversy, um, of, you know, things like that. I just want to just say that, like, I love it's shocking. Word, cesspool. It, cesspool. I don't know. I don't know like what word I want to use. Like, I don't want to be in a... I don't want to be surrounded by it. Um, definitely things that I've said in the past on a podcast have caused some problems. Um, but yeah, you, you're all still here listening a year and a half later, so I must be doing something okay. Um, mm-hmm. And listen, if I, you know, off that subject, I want to say actually, Declan, if you're free, do vote for my podcast um, because there is podcast awards going on on Amazon Music, okay? Amazon Music are doing podcast awards. You know, if you're interested in the podcast, vote for us. It's called the British Podcast Awards.com. Um, you know, vote if you're interested and you like what I do. Um, or if you don't like my podcast, don't vote for me. By all means, vote for them. Um, I'm cool with that. We're all in this community together, all the podcasters, but I prefer you vote for me. Um, so, yeah, basically, what I'm just saying. What's that? What was the site called? Sorry. It's called BritishPodcastAwards.com slash vote. So, yeah, if any of you guys really want, you know, to to to, to vote for us, please do. Um, we, we, we'd really appreciate you guys voting for us. And if, if, if you want to, you can. If you don't, don't. But just... If you can, please do, because we would really appreciate it. And and I do believe we've got a decent podcast going on here. Um, so, yeah, vote for us if you can. But it's been uh, it's been a good podcast. I've enjoyed talking to Declan here. I think we can all agree that we'd like to see Declan come on again soon. Um, I'd just like to give a notification as well. Next week, we've got Ed Davey, the leader of the Liberal Democrat Party, coming on. Um, so probably like biggest podcast of my life yet, other than this one. Um, Declan is an internationally acclaimed uh, goalkeeper, so yeah, really not. But okay, he, he couldn't play for Man City in the final because uh, he was he was too busy um, driving Ferraris with Jay Cartwright. So yeah, well, I, ho- I hope you enjoyed that. I hope I hope you enjoyed speaking with me today. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been it's been legendary. Um, I didn't I didn't even realize it had been forty minutes, um, and it's now half eight o'clock. So half eight o'clock, half eight. So um, I need a drink of non-alcoholic substances, uh, and I, I need to to play on my PlayStation. So today's been a crazy day, stressful, tired, ready for the week ahead of us. So thank you all for listening. That was episode 54 there with a good school friend of mine, Declan. Um, make sure to share this if you in, if you enjoyed and, uh, and do your subscribe, likes and comment things uh, that I don't understand. So thank you all for listening. Take care. Goodbye.
Hi everyone, Jamie here from Batball Podcast and this short segment I'm going to talk to you about is about your garage doors. Now, this sponsored segment is one of the new segments we're going to be doing so that you don't have to listen to it in video. It'll be at the start before the episode. And um, today we're going to be talking a little bit about your garage doors. Your garage doors are happy to sponsor the Batball Podcast. They supply, install and maintain all forms of domestic garage doors. And even better, they offer free quotation service and have a showroom available in Long Eaton. Perfect for all my people living in uh, Nottingham, living local. Uh, I will leave there. Uh, if you want to get in contact with them, you can either message me, Jay Martin, on Facebook and I'll give you theirs. Or you can call 0800 772 0005. So you can call them on that 0800 772 0005. So... Get in contact with your garage doors, guys, and uh, I'll speak to you very soon. Enjoy the episode.